1: You're listening to the iFanboy.com Pick of the Week podcast, episode 59, sponsored by GeekArmor.com. Welcome to iFanboy.com, Pick of the Week podcast, episode 59. I'm Josh, and I'm here with Connor. What's up? (laughs) And Ron. How you doing? Yeah, Uh, friends. (laughs) Yeah? Anyway, at iFanboy.com, we read a whole bunch of comics because we like them. And then uh, one of us each week picks the best of the, the books that they read this week, and then we come here and we talk about it. Uh, in the podcast and on the website ifanboy.com, um, and, uh, it's a good time had by all. Unless we didn't like the book you liked, and then you write us letters. Anyway, uh... But but they still like listening to us not liking the book that they liked. Some do. Some do. Some do. Some Some seethe in quiet rage. (laughs) Anyway, uh, before we get to the show, always we like to remind people that uh, we're going to be talking about the books that came out this past week. So there's a good chance that if you haven't read your books yet, we would ruin it for you, and we don't want to do that. So uh, if you haven't read your books yet, hit the pause and uh, come back later and and listen to it and enjoy it fully for its review splendor.
2: And Mm. that's especially um, important this week because we're completely ruining this issue. And the series.
1: Yeah, In the series, yeah. <laughs> because, you know. Well, that's it's okay. Wizards ruin a lot of series for me.
2: <laughs> oh, oh, we just can't get away from that, can we? Mm. So so anyway, so I had to pick this week, and um, and I chose Strangers in Paradise number 86. And first off, you know, I'm going to warn everybody, we're going to bring it down a notch. Okay? Yeah. So if you want to go get your tissue box, if you want to sit down, get comfortable. Or
1: if you're you like know. most of the listeners, you probably haven't read it and don't know what we're talking about. So exactly. skip about 10 minutes forward.
2: <laughs> but um, we've talked about it before in the past. And "Strangers in Paradise" is a um, indie book that's been around for about well, a little over ten years now. And it's written, drawn, and everything by Terry Moore. It's um, black and white, self-published by his studio, Abstract Studio. Except for about what was it, twelve or thirteen issues that were done through homage Jim Lee's little signature lines, little creator <laughs> online line. Um, Who's Terry it, Moore on? Terry He's Moore is man in one of the nicest men in comics. I have ever to say, that.
1: one of because of Jeff Smith.
2: Right, exactly, and they're buddies, so uh, you, you know they, I don't think they would mind that either. But Jeff Smith is super nice too, and it's you know surprise, surprise that they're Jeff Smith nice. does Bone, by the way, yeah, or did Bone. Now he's doing Shazam.
1: He just reprints Bone over I'm and over for the rest of his life.
2: <laughs> now in color. Now in different color. <laughs> So anyway, so *Strangers in Paradise*. It's a um, it's an indie book, black and white. Is no, not superheroes. Not a, I mean, it's a drama, if anything. You know, a, you know, with a little bit of comedy at times. It's kind of a relationshipy book. Um, it centers around two. Was girls. there action at some point? There was some action, yeah. there was some intrigue. Yeah, there was some. You know, there's you know, there an underground crime syndicate. Wasn't there syndicate. like a, uh, international
1: prostitution ring? You know what or something? we're gonna do yes. is he's describing the premise, and then we'll get to that. <laughs> All right. So, so you no, uh, I'm completely lost. I'm just trying to keep up. Ron, you very succinctly described it and I was Thank you. Thank you. It's so it's a it's, hard book to explain.
2: Yeah, basically it it revolves around this relationship of two women. Um, one is Francine who is a bit um uh lacks some self-confidence, is a little overweight, very realistic um and she and her best friend who she met in high school who whose name is Kachu, which is a nickname of shorts. Her real name is Katina Czivanski. Yeah. And um Katina is a tough girl she shoots guns she gets in fights she's also an artist she was a lesbian prostitute in her past um very different as different as you they can be but for some reason they're drawn to each other and a part a large part of this catches um seeing the beauty in francine seeing the inner beauty as well as the
1: outer beauty of francine for who she is and 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 over over the course of the book as connor was alluding to it goes all over the place
2: Right, well, they're, they're basically, Kachu was this lesbian prostitute, in, uh, which was part of a, um, a crime syndicate called the Parker Girls, which was run by a woman named Darcy wow, Parker. Parker. And we're, and by the way, we're spoiling the entire series <laughs> of Strangers in Paradise, but that shouldn't stop you if you've never read it to go read it, because this book is probably one of the best indie books to come out of uh, comics in, in ages. What does um,
0: Francine see in Kachu?
2: Um, that she believes in her? That okay. she stands by her side but the thing is Francine now, that, now that, that what makes it complicated is is that they're best friends but then Kachu you know says you know hey I love you you know and wants to take it that direction and Francine is very there's they're southern there's like Texas you know that kind of deal so Francine is very um, no that's wrong that's not right we shouldn't be like that you know like that's not normal all Francine wants is Francine wants a husband wants to be a housewife wants to make dinner wants to have babies she wants like the American dream type thing um, but unfortunately, she can't. And through the past ten years, we've seen how she just can't find it, mainly because her happiness lies with Kachu. But over the pa- span of the ten years, they have fought. They've you know they've reunited. They fought. They've reunited. Um, a lot of Kachu's past has caught up with her in terms of this crime syndicate, and that's where the, a lot of the intrigue. There was a. This is a real. The thing about
1: the story is that like we can describe it for you a little bit, but it over the course her. of the ten years, it's been this huge revolving epic story that has gone all over the place and really has done all sorts of different types of stories from funny, cute, to action, to... To, to
2: romance. To romance, you know,
1: to, to, to slap rhyme—and It's like all over the place and it's sort of yeah. all things to and what, some people. And what's, also, and what's also interesting is that he's
2: time-shifted a lot in this series where there's a, there's a set timeline but right almost right as you get comfortable with the timeline and where we are right now, he jumps back to when they're in high school or he jumps ahead to when they're old and gray or he you know like so so there's there. Was, were, remember there was one point where it was a really decisive turning point and the next issue was like a flashback we went back like five ten years or something like that and it like totally threw everybody off and it was i mean some very creative storytelling and um i mean just just an amazing amazing book and but, it's done um, by one guy yep
1: and he Over- he writes draws inks letters uh yep. and puts it out every six weeks
2: he goes to the yep. press he jokes. a truck yeah.
0: and delivers them around the country
2: Exactly, and and this is published in in what, it's like ton of different languages around the world. I mean, like it's it's a great it's a great indie success story. Um, why this issue was good and why it was meaningful was because um, in addition to to Francine and Kachu as lead characters, there's also a third character um, whose whose name is David, who in the grand scheme of the story turns out to have been the brother of the woman who ran the crime syndicate that Kachu was in trouble with, and he was actually sent by his sister to go find you and like bring her down or bring her back in or this whole kind of thing and he ends up falling in love with her.
1: And becoming a born again Christian.
2: Becoming a born again Christian, all this kind of stuff. And um and he becomes and he becomes a third kind of a third kind of character in this main character triangle kind of way because, you know, you lo- you know, David loves Catchew, Catchu loves Francine and Francine's oblivious.
1: That's the that's she's not the kind oblivious. Of she knows what she feels no. like, but she doesn't want to be I don't she think does she doesn't want to be gay. It. Right. So she doesn't want to accept that and then and then there's a couple of other sto- characters who float around in the circle outside of that. And uh you,
2: you know what I think is amazing about that, though, is like because because it's hard to because whenever you t- try to tell somebody, oh well, it's about two two girls who are in love e- with each other. Invariably, you get the you know the, the oh that's hot you know kind of thing, or you get the puzzled look. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is that the 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 same sex aspect of the relationship to me has never been a factor. No, like, it I don't just think makes so. sense. Like, it's not yeah. like, oh, they're lesbians. You know what I mean? Like, it's a, like, and and I don't know if that's a, a, an attest to my, you know, enlightenment or his, the way he's no. told the story. You know, I not Well, no, I'm I mean, kidding. I think it's, a, you know, I mean, you know, I think it's a little bit of both. But I think it's also like, I think, I mean, that's why, you know, glad and the whole, you know, a lot of the, you know, the, the gay group, lifestyle group and stuff like that love him because it's a positive portrayal where the issue isn't about who you sleep with. It's about who you sleep with. You know what I mean? It's not about the gender of the person you sleep with, it's yeah. the person who you're in love with, you know. It's, like it's really it's
1: it's like to call yeah. it like it would be incorrect, I think, to call this like a gay book. Yes. Because that isn't anything to do with what it is. Right. It's it's it's, it's about relationships. Yes, it is. And yeah. and those relations and and how any given relationship sort of falls along a certain spectrum of friendship and romantic love.
2: Right. And yep. I think that
1: one of the things that this book does is it puts that slider up and down for the different characters at different times. Right. Uh, in Although a very realistic a, way.
2: Very, very realistic. Um, but the thing is, is that, um, what I failed to mention in my written review, if you go to ifanboy.com and you look at the pick of the week, you see that I wrote a, a review of this. And I don't know if it's because I just got caught up in the moment because it was an interesting review to write. Um, but one thing about this particular character, David, who is the focus of this issue, I've never liked him. Like, I, I actually did just dislike the character. Like I thought he was intrusive. I didn't like, you know, like as I just, I'm rooting for the two girls, and and every time he came in, he was a real. For for years, he was a real downer, and he was just kind of like this mopey you know, kind of thing. And I just, I never liked him. Um, in this issue, he dies. So there's your spoiler. A few issues back, he now, th- now. keep in mind, this guy has has, you know, survived in a crime syndicate. He's, you know, he survived a plane crash. Like he's been through a shitload of stuff. Turns out he has a brain tumor and totally inoperable totally you know blah 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 there's some risky surgery that they're they were preparing to take him to do in germany that he had like a 20 chance of living through and that's what they were and what they were trying to do was before they went to do the surgery he was frantically having sex with kachu to try to impregnate her so they someone could have his child um which sounds weird as i say it out loud but it makes sense in the book <laughs> but yeah so 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 unfortunately in this issue he passed away now the, and and in my review, I mentioned how as soon as I picked it, like the the cover is just a black cover with white text and with a kind of like a shade of blue, just drawing of David. Yeah, but and, the last
1: issue looked like that too.
2: Right? No, but but the thing was is that you know how I don't know has this ever happened to you? Where you, when something's happened and you get the phone call mm-hmm. or you get the email or whatever, and you just kind of have a premonition. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just kind of have a feeling going. Well, into Well, here's it. how it
1: worked for me. I hadn't read my books yet, and I went to this website, iFanboy dot com, and I looked up and I saw <laughs> I- the cover. And I saw no words next to it, and I thought, well, I guess I know what happened. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I did put a very big spoiler warning in the review, so. No, no, but, no. Um, this is
1: before I clicked on it, on the main right. page.
2: I'm sorry. It's okay. Anyway, so um, so as I took it off the rack, t- usually this is a first read for me, a first, you know, first book on my pile read. I put it to the bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, partially because I didn't want – I knew what was going to be in it, and, and I kind of didn't want to deal with it. Because <laughs> the fact – the, also the other fact is that with issue 90 in May, this series is ending. And now the only the only things in my life that have lasted longer than the series have been like me watching Nine Hundred Two and O for ten years and like things like that. So it's really significant to me that this comic is ne- not going to be around anymore in May. But I've kind of been ignoring it a little just because I don't you know a little denial a little bit. You were, you know, you was, it was yeah. it was
1: both denial. I was like well, I don't really care about it anymore so much.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, trying just to separate cavalier. from it or whatever. And the thing is, is that the fact that this issue that that of this comic that i love so much where they're killing off a character who i don't particularly like and i got completely engrossed and and felt awful while i was reading it because mm-hmm. this guy died like it speaks to the vo- speaks volumes of how good this book is um, the emotion that terry drew in just single panels and single moments very few words in this issue mm-hmm you know, a lot of looks, a lot of moments, a lot of because things the like one that. thing
1: that he does, and, and I know this sounds really lame to say, but like when I say he does facial expressions really well, he does facial expressions really well. Yeah. And some people accuse him of pulling faces a lot, yeah. which you kind of have to do. But like, there, like right now, if I go to the last page in this book, and I look at like the way that he's drawn the eyes on these characters, yep. like it, it immediately evokes a, a feeling. Like, I, I mean, I'm 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 not tearing up now. But I mean, there like you get like some. But you, you almost, got I, a get, little you got a little choked up. You when I read it, little, I definitely you got a did.
2: little Mike Romo fixing the contact, didn't you? You got that. You had to have that moment. I did. I know I did. And that's a valid excuse.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm admitting to that. I'm saying right now, it's still giving me chills having seen right. it a bunch of yeah. times.
2: And the thing is, is that what I what I think is great about the issue because if you go kind of page, you know, scene by scene, you you know, it kind of starts off with its usual bit of comedy, a usual bit of fun. And then it, then it gets very serious when David, you know, collapses, and then it gets very kind of, you know, almost ER-like with the, you know, Kachu frantically giving him CPR and then calling the ambulance. And then, he did, then Terry did this great thing where we go from reality, which is very um, tight lines, well-drawn, you know, well-inked, that sort of thing, mm. to this kind of almost, like, pencil sketchbook page, which is obviously him about to pass away, like this, fa- you know, like, you know, kind of, you know, subconscious kind of thing. And he alternates between what's going on in reality and what's going on in David's head as he's about to cross over, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was just a wonderfully gentle touch and was great. And then... You know, then it gets into the kind of sorrow and crying, kind of emotional aspect, and I called it out in my, rev- in my review. But there's a one panel, uh, a string of three panels, when Francine gets to their house and she doesn't know what's happening. She just walks up to the house and sees sees the ambulance and sees Kachu and Kachu just g- reaches to her and she holds her and a close a tight close up on her face as her eyes are welling up. But then there's also was a strength in her mouth and her nose in that you know of dealing with what's happening and being there for the woman that she loves. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just amazing. And then, and then honestly, what killed me more than anything, what killed me more Hmm. than him dying and what killed me more than the little catch um, uh, dream of him waking up from, from being on the respirator and then winking at each other in the hospital. Um, which was, which killed, which killed me almost, but what killed me more than anything was as opposed to the letters page and the preview of what's coming up or whatever, the issue finishes and then we we get six pages of just black.
1: You turn the page and it's a two, yeah. two page spread of black. You turn the page again, two page spread, you do it again. It's like right in a row and it's like,
2: oh, uh, it was, oh, uh, it, it, it was, it was, it was just amazing. It was brutal. So I mean, last thing but, I read before I went to sleep but brutal in a good way mm-hmm. so um i know we've kind of blathered on longer than we normally do but but it was just it was great it was just but, fantastic and so.
1: the, the other thing you know like I, we've heard from people some people have read it and some have and i don't think connor was too into it it's one of those things that you, you've got to get through one of the books and you'll decide if you like it or not but right now he's got a bunch of books out and i, I think i heard today that for like less than 50 bucks you can get the the pocket books yeah and have most of the series which is honestly, you know,
2: it will be one of the best purchases you ever make a decade Just of great. comics
1: but but Just give great. it a try uh yeah. so, it's very good so I'm Ron sorry Ron did bring the mood me in. To read it back in, like years ago
2: I did, Yeah. So. so I remember that I remember that day
1: mm. <laughs> okay, well then
2: um so yeah, so so you can put your tissues away now. We're kind of we'll, we'll get, kind of get back to the normal fare but strange the paradise. So, you know, this is kind of my I've kind of accepted that it's ending and I understand that
1: death is a part of life and it's Possible you know, in May it. you could have another we could have another one of these pals unless Connor has it that week.
2: ha! <laughs> <laughs> well, if it was Connor's week, what would he've picked?
0: Um Detective Comics 826 by far. I had a feeling you weren't going to go with Batman Confidential number 1. We'll get to that next. <laughs> um <laughs>
3: Detective For some Comics. Years.
0: All right, Paul Denny's back. Dini is back on uh, Detective Comics, and thank God. Um, I don't know if it was great because it was great, or great because it, the last issue was a crime against humanity.
2: I no, think, I it, think was it was a beautiful was
1: combination of those two things. Yeah, I didn't um, read the last issue, so I
2: didn't
0: even know how bad it was, and I thought this was great. Um, this issue is basically a Robin story. Batman's very is li- a very little. Um, Robin's out fighting some dudes and he gets in trouble and he um he's stuck and he this car pulls up and says jump in because he's you know he's he's to to get run over himself so he jumps in and it turns out the car's being driven by the joker and the joker knocks him out and then it now basically was that
2: was that a coincidence or was that the, the Joker plan planet
1: the joker said it was right so it it's
0: hard to the joker you know doesn't really tell the truth so it's okay. hard to say. Right.
1: It doesn't
2: curious.
0: really matter
1: doesn't yeah I'm just, I'm um just
0: kidding. So the whole issue is, is see Rob, hey, Robin wakes up tied to the chair, and he's, you know, he's screwed. The whole issue is Robin escaping the Joker, and it was
1: fantastic. Um, I, I finished this. I think this was the first or second book I read, um, and I finished it, and I texted Connor immediately. I was like, you must read Detective, which he did immediately. And, and it was like, as soon as I finished this book, it was just that feeling. Like when you like a superhero comic is like it's supposed to be, and you just feel like oh that's that's real good, and you want to tell we, other people about it and you want to talk about it.
2: I know exactly what you meant I, when I finished this book, I was like, now this is a Batman book like if I had to t- if I had to point out to somebody what a Batman book is, this is what I would feel it would be. This is also Not so a, much because a Batman wasn't in it because it was
1: very jokery and it was, it was well, in that this world, is exactly you know? why you can't use the joker all the time for one thing right because well, this, this
0: shows how great the joker is when he's
1: used sparingly and used correctly. Yeah, I mean, He he's can be absolutely horrifying. terrifying. Horrifying. And it's just... Yeah. If you're just walking around the street, like, and there was a person like this, and really, there's no reason why there couldn't be.
0: Right. Yeah. He, he's not special, other than, other than the fact that he can't really die, seemingly. You know, and but, he's, Yeah, well, that's that's part of the whole super... Right. You know, other than that, he's just crazy. Conscience. Yeah. Yeah. And just the way he um, casually just mass murders people in his car mm-hmm. was, you know, horrific.
1: Driving an SUV, I might add. Yeah, well, Well, he
0: stole it from the family. I mean, that was the.
1: Um, He uh, the other thing that I thought was really interesting is I I really liked the way that they drew him. Yeah. In this, he wasn't overly cartoony. He looked like a human. Yep. Who was just a a, you know kind of.
0: He's almost scary that way, kind of like Dark Knight. Definitely. Yeah. Um. But this was great. I mean, I. I love having Robin in the Batman books because he's not a lot. He's not really a lot in the Batman books. So I love when he gets showcased. Even though he's got his own book to be in, but
1: we are in it. We're in a Robin Renaissance right now. We really are.
0: Yeah, I think you are. Tim Drake is great. He's I like him. Um, so. But this was this was just fantastic. I don't want I don't want Paul Dini to ever leave this book. Mm. I know.
2: Um, he yeah, doesn't
1: get any real work. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so conversely, I've been dying to know what you thought of Batman Confidential Number One, which I assume you bought.
1: Me yes. Did um, you get it, Josh? Yes, I did. Okay. What's with the eyes in this book? I, 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 eyes. I The letters? No, every single um, character's really eyes are tired. blacked out. They're really tired. Lex Luthor, the raccoon. Yeah. First of all,
0: the, the middle pages fell out of this book.
1: <laughs> Literally? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I second of all, uh, how,
0: how, uh, before I make a fool of myself, what is the proper pronunciation of the artist's name? Wills it's Portasio. Portasio.
3: Portasio. Right. yeah.
0: His art offended me. <laughs> <laughs> he should not be drawing Batman. He uh, he took what I thought was a, was a good script and made it just terrible. I mean, I, I could and I, 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 at the same time he made Wetworks late. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know why anybody thinks this is good. I really well, can't awful. fathom. I, I, let's let's take let's take a first of all let me let me say why I thought the book was good. The script was good. Um, the whole angle I've read that Andy Diggle, the writer, is taking on this is. It's part Batman, part Bruce Wayne, mm-hmm. which you don't get a lot of Bruce Wayne anymore.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And you especially don't get Bruce Wayne, the businessman side. There's a whole subplot in here of Bruce Wayne and Lex Luthor's various, each of their companies is bidding on a government contract. And that's an interesting aspect of Batman you don't get, especially with a rivalry with LexCorp. Mm-hmm. So let's take a look at that scene in the in the um, boardroom where they are pitching to the government. <laughs> um, yeah. Bruce Wayne is pitching the government in a in a shirt, no tie, no tie, no suit. It's not tucked in either. No, um, very odd. It's sort of sort of a kimono type thing. <laughs> and then in the second panel, we see Lex <laughs> Luthor Lex Luthor also wearing a shirt. So I think okay, it's a casual well, he's wearing a jacket. No, he's not. Yes, he, he's, oh, on, you're he's right. on the left. He's, he's on the left side, just wearing a shirt.
2: Oh my God, you're absolutely right. Oh, my and god that's, that's awful. awful.
0: And it's casual day at the, at the government pitch. No, but line. then in the next panel, and then in, the the yeah. in the very next, in the very next the Next panel, you see Lex Luthor. He's wearing a suit,
2: and it's not as sort much of a suit, tie. but it's like it's like the jo- Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat kind of. Yes, and then when they
0: pull out, you yeah. see the suit. The jacket basically goes down to his knees. He's got a yeah, he's they...
1: got a p diddy jacket on. He looks like yeah. Willy Wonka. Whatever the hell his name is now. The fact is, and, and he's got not the blacked out th- eyes and all these.
0: Not only is the art bad, it's not even consistent. He's wearing one thing yeah. in one panel, and the next time you see him, he's wearing a completely different outfit. Now, and that's, real... that's beyond the pale.
2: I had a real problem with the Bruce Wayne Lucius um, scene because I felt like I saw it in Batman Begins.
0: Well, it, is, this is, it this was is like the, almost like word for word. Yeah, well, this is the beginning of Batman, supposedly. Yeah, so but second still, year. But, you know. But, I mean, I haven't seen a disconnect between the art and story since, since Dark Knight Strikes Again.
3: There were bits of the art. Which is ironic because...
1: There were bits of the art <laughs> which, I didn't, yeah, did the art which I, I didn't think were horrible. But the thing, like some of the things, stood out so much that I, I really didn't dig them. There's a page, the page where the the gunman jumps out of the closet, right? Yeah, and Batman is sort of going from left to right. I think those aren't horrible pages, and I kind of, I don't know. It, it wasn't good, but it no, was, no, that's terrible. All right, <laughs> look at no, look, at, look at the cowl. Well, that's mm-hmm. just a different interpretation on the cowl. There's that's, all sorts of things. God that's Not off. a good
0: interpretation
1: of the cowl. And he's that, got no,
0: he's got no waist. The belt comes up under his nipples.
1: Alright, I'll let him go in. He has a waist. No, he doesn't. Alright, ah, whatever.
0: Um I don't know if it's bad because he's drawing this and wet works. It, it feels rushed, I will give you that. He shouldn't be allowed um to draw again. Well, <laughs> Just break it break his wrist now. Yeah.
1: How come everybody well, looks like they've been like cracked in the forehead? I I, My I... question
0: is, you. Have, I mean, I know, I, I know, I, t- I, I talked about the same thing with another book, but you have such. A, this is such a high, high profile book, mm-hmm. and and the quality is so bad. How does, how does this get through? How do they get these pages in and the, you know, the number one issue. Go, oh, number
2: this is issue. good stuff.
1: Who said, Who, who puts this out there? I'd be embarrassed. And in comparison to the, to the beautiful work done in the, in the Superman Confidential books, exactly. Yeah,
2: which is, which is great. Yeah.
0: I would I be embarrassed d- to publish this. I am dropping it like it's hot. I don't know what to do.
1: <laughs> that 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 was a non-committal. There was a committal, non-committal. I think. No,
0: I really uh, like Andy Diggle, and I really like Batman, and I, I like love the that story. Name, Diggle. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> He's gonna fight robots next next issue. Big let's big not, robots. Let's talk about a good book. Um, let's talk
2: about a good book. Ultimate Vision number one came out. Ugh. No uh, no no no. We Instead. Said good. In, instead of that, it was a good. It was a, It was a big week for number ones. But instead Justice of that, Justice
0: Society I, of America number one. Can I tell you, I love this book. It was everything that Justice League of America wasn't. I want to date this book.
2: I guess, the guess the I should have bought it then. This, this book, you didn't get it? No.
1: Oh my god! It was. Oh my I god! Am... Go
0: get it tomorrow.
1: Jeff Johns has never really made me. He afraid.
0: doesn't like Jeff Johns. You forget. Unbelievable! Unbelievable! It's just fun, old superhero it This was
2: great. I love, like, Dale Eaglesham's art was awesome.
0: Yeah.
2: Like, it was just like, it, it really, like, I, like, and the thing is, I flirted with the JSA for years, like, I've got a couple of trades, which was to your surprise, right? Yes, um, Josh, yeah. And, um, and I flirted with it, and I wanted to get the last run of this and stuff like that, but I just could never, like, because I'm not a DC guy, and I never could fit it into the thing, but, like, I am all about JSA. Sign me up. I want to be at the table. <laughs> I'm there I well, thought it was I like very Jay Garrick interesting. I like Alan Scott yeah. how many eyes does Alan Scott have in this issue by the way
0: That's, that was a problem yeah okay he's Just got both eyes oh pulling really yeah, yeah. Um, well
2: in one frame I couldn't tell because he had the raccoon eye no he's, I like maybe the
0: he's shadowing. got both eyes you can see yeah, he's not yeah. wearing the he's not wearing but did eye somebody
1: eye. go around the DC Universe this week punching guys in the face <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: but I love a lot of scuba
0: diving went wrong
2: I love how the costumes are like the costumes are subtly different, you know what I mean? They're not typical, they're more retro-y kind of you know what I mean, like Nucle the the Nuclon guy or whatever, the Atom guy, his costume, the face mask and like <laughs> I don't know, I just I just really dig it. I and really there's great.
0: there's I mean, basically it's it's a number one, so they're gathering a team, there's even this there's even the requisite um standing around the table with photos on it. Yeah. <laughs> and um but now there's then, then one of the heroes gets killed and then There's some sort of... Because it's just a society, because Power Girl's in it, there's some sort of connection to Infinite Crisis and the Earth-2 villains. Yeah. Especially at the end where um, the Earth-2 Superman appears to break out of his grave... Followed by a panel by Alex Ross out of nowhere.
2: We, th- yeah, the, the last page of this was a coming this year in Justice Society of right. America. Like, a like you know, like, kind of remember how, like, when TV shows started and they were, like, this season on, you know, yeah. and then they showed, like, glimpses of it? It was like, I was like, oh, my God, this is awesome. Like, I'm here yeah. for the year. It's <laughs> awesome. So, um, it was really good. I it was mean, a lot gosh, of fun. A lot of fun. Borrow one of our copies or pick it up because it was really good. And it, it was um 32 pages for 3. He's not $3. Going, $3. going to. Really.
1: No, I thought about it. I almost no. Did. I don't blame you. You don't like Jeff Johns. You shouldn't right. buy it. I I want to though. Give it, yeah. Give it a try.
2: I want to believe. <laughs> you, you don't <laughs> want to believe.
0: You are sleeping. Um, Ron, Ron, and what? Josh, did you both buy New Universal? No. Unfortunately, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <Well, laughs> I, I don't know. If, I don't see. Here's my problem. I never read any of the New Universe books. Nobody did. That's why they canceled them. Well, some people did, and you know. Pe- yeah. people they J- had that Jason, Jason Mewes did yeah, that's Jim Jimski did. and people like that but yeah. um, uh, I, I wasn't I, even sure if this was in English I don't know I I, I literally even... rotated the
2: book 90 degrees about four times because I wasn't sure if I was reading it the right way <laughs> <laughs> I was just like Is, maybe it does it like this and and uh, <laughs> It was, it just, I mean, I, I could, I mean, I read the words and I saw stuff happening and something happened And, and people, It looked really pretty. Yeah, yeah, I, I, it, just, I, it was either completely over my head or it was just, I don't, I don't know what this was. I don't, I don't even know what this was. I think, I think a lo- it was I a think, comic book.
0: I think there's a lot of, uh, it was very confusing and we'll give it that, it was very confusingly written, um, you're throwing is- a lot of characters thrown at you, um, and a lot of people get blown up and died for no apparent reason, and I think you've got to have to. I think you have to have some sort of foreknowledge in yeah. the universe. Totally. It's at shocking least. Shocking, considering it's Warren Ellis. I know. He usually yeah. doesn't.
2: Why was um Sawyer from Lost in the I don't know. at the end? Yeah, that was just weird.
0: One of the one of the art one of the characters is. is a
3: Swiping. Oh, there's Gene Hackman. Photo,
0: photo, photo, yeah, that's a lot of art. Ad, oh, look at references. that! Yeah. <laughs> Who's
3: this the is artist
2: awful.
0: Salvador LaRocca,
2: which is surprising. He's gone. He's, he's he's he's. You talk
0: about had it and lost it. Well, I mean, it the dude good. The dude with the lightning bolt, Bruce Willis. Yeah, I. Oh, it's awful. I don't. I, I. just think I don't have the knowledge and I don't have the interest now. I thought I, I was hoping it could be something you could just jump in and like and, yeah, and not have no. to worry about it, but gone. Yeah, maybe maybe one else should stay out of the superhero realm.
1: I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Next <laughs> ben, men, next
0: wave, no good no Hey you no, know what,
1: no, just nice. just because I don't think That we've bothered people enough With all this talk about strangers in paradise And books they don't read Let's let's finish up strong
3: Woo! Jonah, Jonah Hex, Root and Tootin <laughs> Number 14 <laughs> <laughs> oh. first, first
0: a confession I um I got some heat from um, Augie DeBliuk with the Pipeline Podcast Last time for not Liking the art By some apparently famous uh, European artist
1: You got some heat from me too
0: I got hate from you, but, you know, I, I value Aug's opinion more. Um, I respect that very much. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> I thought the art was great. I think I, think I, I think I went back and reassessed. And it just takes some getting used to because the style is slightly different from what the art's been before. You
1: two have really grown so much on this show. <laughs> <laughs> just wait just five me, minutes. Me, I'm buying superhero <laughs> comics left and right, and liking them. Just wait you, five minutes. we we'll, are we'll reassessing. De- we'll, we'll degrade. Anyway. This is this
0: is part two of Jonah Hex's origin, which is unusual because up to this point it's all been single issue stories, so this is a three part story.
1: However, it should be noted that you could pick this one issue up, read it and be fine.
0: Right. And there's some uh, there's some action in this. As mm-hmm, as, cool. as you as, as want to happen in Jonah Hex, lots of dudes take some lead to the face and axes and There'd be grizzliness.
1: Yeah. But what was fun about it was you did get to see a little of Jonah Hex grow up and how he got so hardcore. Yeah, he had a bad dad. He had a quite mean dad, who threw him uh, down a shithole. Literally. Yeah, in the outhouse. Yeah. For a a few days. And he had to crawl himself out. All
2: right,
0: well, that's a lovely
1: note. (laughs) (laughs) And then, and then just after that... sold him to the Indians. (laughs) He gave him to the Indians.
0: He sells him to some Apaches.
1: Who treat him as a slave for several years, and then it was awesome it, it was awesome and I'm, I, I'm, I gotta I'm say the great
0: Ron I hope you like Cowboys it's almost yeah. Christmas
2: woohoo <laughs> <laughs> can't, can't, can't make me read it <laughs> yes I can um, I'm bigger than you and sadly the Marvel Holiday Special did not uh, deliver this year unfortunately wasn't last year it was terrible d- do you want to know why uh, Mike wow. Carey was involved Oh,
0: he's just <laughs> poison. <laughs> just
2: actually, carries is pretty good. He wrote he wrote a funny, like kind of fairy y kind of thing. Um, but it was it, it wasn't that. It wasn't I have that. to say, I'm Very
0: looking for. I used to always be a sucker for those holiday issues, but um, last I wasn't there a really good Marvel one a few years ago? 2004, two years
2: ago. I did it. It did the pick of the week. 2004, 2004 was fantastic. 2005 yep,
0: was awful. Yep, I didn't buy 2006, um, but I'm looking forward to DC's this year. It's got Greg Rucka in it. Yeah,
2: I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Too. I love the holiday specials. Yeah. Um, and Doctor Strange 3 was good, as usual. Yeah. And oddly, New Excalibur number 14 was good. So, I, I bought like 15 books
1: this week. I had a huge stack. Yeah. It was rough. Yeah. So. I have one oh, other cool. recommendation that I'm going to make when we do the Avengers thing.
2: Okay, well, let's, let's get up, move on to that. So for those of you who, who didn't listen last week or don't go to ifanboy.com, we had a contest this week. Um, we're giving one. away we're giving away co- um, copies of Marvel Seen It by Screen Life, which is a great DVD based trivia game based on Marvel movies and Marvel comics. Um, and what was the contest? What what was the challenge that we gave to our listeners?
1: Well, we came up with a list of what we considered to be the the preeminent best Avengers team of all Marvel time, and said uh, we want you to cast a movie. And so uh, they had to come up and tell us uh, if the team was Captain America, Ant-Man, the Wasp, uh, the Vision, Scarlet Witch, Hawkeye, Thor, and your bonus Jarvis.
0: And the, you could also cast from any time period. It could be like all-star, all-time cast. It didn't have to be. didn't have to be
1: current actors or their ages. And what we learned is that a lot of you have a mat on for uh, Matt Damon.
0: One more note is that... Um, Clearly, if this movie was made, the
1: breakout role I think would be the Vision.
0: Yes, I think that's where the most you know opportunity was.
2: Also,
1: speaking of breaking, the point that it would break would be on the casting of Captain America. Yeah, that's a hard role. It's proven to be the that's, one that's well. That's the, the most.
0: pivotal role. You have to nail Captain America, or the movie does suffers. <laughs> he's so, the heart of the team.
2: I gotta say, before we announce the winners again,
0: <laughs> this was so much fun.
2: Yes, like this was possibly more fun than the than the desktop contest, the desktop wallpaper contest.
0: You guys did. have no idea how many how many conversations
2: has spawned we, we got a shitload of entries and the conversation between us was amazing we have That's three, winners. We have three, we have three winners. winners we have three winners we, have yeah, we, we picked the three,
0: three best, best out of many many entries
1: and the and the, the, the uh, criteria for winning are if it if we liked it <laughs>
2: exactly if you <laughs> <We> impressed us
1: <laughs> it's not it was, scientific so as much, not.
0: much of a consensus as we could come to
1: which we, I
2: think we did pretty good I was actually afraid of the consensus factor but I think we did alright so alright um, right, so our first winner is
0: Brian, Brian Hallam.
2: So, Brian Hellum, congratulations.
0: Cast for the vision, David Bowie, which was a brilliant out-of-left-field choice. Awesome. Um, his Hawkeye was Brad Pitt. The, the Bowie had a, had a, a, a time period on it. Well, the well, yeah, Ziggy Stardust time. Not Bowie now. No, not Bowie now. Right. right. Um, and he says, Brad, plus, the,
2: pe- the people love the Bowie, which is true, or the Bowie. And he's also not a bad actor. No, no. he's not. Labyrinth.
0: And as Josh and I know, the pro- proper pronunciation is Bowie. Yeah. Okay. Um, Hawkeye. Brad Pitt. All which right, um, I think he has in
1: Legends of the Fall era, which is younger Brad Pitt yeah. in his 20s. enough. He can act. He he's 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 said, a good actor. He he did, he's 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 had bad choices and bad scripts, but he can do well when he does. Somebody else pointed out California. I would like to point out Twelve Monkeys. Yes.
2: Yes. 12, I love 12, him. Twelve Monkeys was what what did it for me, and then followed by Fight Club.
1: I, mm. love, cra- I love. There's yeah. two
2: kind of Brad Pitts. There's dramatic Brad Pitt and there's crazy Brad Pitt. I love yeah. crazy Brad Pitt. Yeah. Bad, I like Ocean's Eleven too. Yeah, and and he's was really, he brought he's a dimension
1: to that character that you yeah. really didn't need to have. He was really yeah. flat and horrible in Troy, however. Yeah, where he, he substituted acting for staring at them. Everybody was flat yes, and horrible. And horrible. No, rising. not Eric Bana, who uh-huh. seems to have dropped off the face of the earth, but does in fact rule.
2: All right, anyway, we got to get through these.
1: Okay, man, so, um, Ed Norton, which I like. People love Ed Norton.
0: Yeah, he's versatile. Oh. Thor, yeah. Stellan Skarsgård.
1: Stellan Skarsgård. And
2: as Brian points out, he's actually Nordic,
1: and he's so. six foot four. I looked it
2: up yeah nice scarlet witch
1: deborah winger left field he says she
2: she looks like the scarlet witch in the george perez version i'll take that. (laughs) that's
0: true she does this next one i love wasp maggie gillenhall genius casting right there that's great um which is one thing we found was wasp was a very problematic role to cast
2: because people didn't know whether to do ultimate wasp or normal wasp or whatever so
0: anyway Captain America. Now well let's let's save him for last. Jarvis, the bonus the bonus casting, which I think is this is brilliant. Yeah. Stephen Fry. Yeah. Who yep. May he's not good. be known to everybody, but he was in V Vendetta he was the broadcaster. Um Bert Jeeves and Wooster*, which is a big show at BBC I used to watch when I was a kid. Uh, he was
1: uh he's been in a lot of um Who's the guy who does the crying game? Neil Jordan movies. Yeah.
0: yeah. He's a great actor and he's yes. he's
2: a brilliant Jarvis. Um sure. So before we get to his cameos and his villain, let's let's do Captain
1: America.
0: Now this this is this I think we people all agree. are gonna hear this and go. Hur?
1: We all agreed though that this was the best one we heard. Yeah, I don't I don't agree. You guys agreed. I no, know I totally
2: guys, agree. So. I think th- I think this one's all right, but I actually don't like this actor. So,
0: well, you've got oh, that weird okay, thing. Though. Yeah, we'll Agreed to disagree. Josh, why don't you lay it out for the people? He Captain came America. up with
1: with a thirties aged uh, Ed Harris, around the time of the right stuff. You put a blonde wig on him to cover up that part. He's got the jaw to pull it off, and he's got the gravitas, if you will, to be the leader. Um, they said he could be, you know, he, he pointed out Apollo 13 for having him be an inspiring leader, albeit, albeit uh, a leader of engineers. Um,
2: I, could, I could see this. I don't know Ed if as much Ed Harris definitely as you has there, but... the
0: leadership. See, the thing about Captain America is he's got to have a bunch of qualities. He's got to be a leader. He's, he's gotta got to have a jaw. He's got to have a gravitas. And he has to have sort of the all-American quality. Yeah, a lot of people picked um, some actors. I can, I thought were too sort of boyish. That's I think Matt Damon's too sort of boyish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't put Matt Damon in a group, and you don't. Your a eyes don't of, go to Matt Damon as a lot leader. of Robert Redfords. Robert Redford's was a good choice. Yeah. too, but he's he'd be a good choice. He'd be a good choice. But I think yeah. Ed Harris is really the you know, um, especially in also- in especially in the right stuff.
2: Mm-hmm. I was. We'll talk. Well, well, I'm sorry. We'll talk about the other. But also you,
0: also, you need. You need to have all American quality because that's Captain America really nutshell. Point. And so. Ed Harris had that in the right stuff.
2: Cool. So then Brian also had some, threw in some cameos, which is also kind of impressed us. I thought he said um, Rucker Howard is Quicksilver, which I thought was good, Excellent. like a Blade Runner era Rucker Howard. Um, Tom Selleck is Iron Man. Points off. <laughs> R- Richie Cunningham era Ron, R- Ron Howard as Ron Howard as Rick Jones. I can a little see weird. That. I like that, and the villain, which I thought was genius, was uh, the Crease Spre- Supreme Intelligence, Marlon Brando. Just before he died, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, Brian, you did nail it. So congratulations, Brian. That's awesome. Um, so our our next winner, um, I cannot find. He went if over the top.
0: Our
1: next yeah, winner, our next winner didn't went give all us out.
2: His, didn't give us his name, so we'll email him. But for now, everyone will know him as Fractal Five One Four.
1: So much he- better than Five One Three.
2: Yeah, exactly. He, he went, went all out. He and we, we're gonna have to go through these quickly for going go through them all. But wait, what wait. he did was he, he provided one, two, three, four, five different approaches to casting it,
1: and, and 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 not not any one of them
2: really you know was all wow.
1: Yeah, but some but of them, overall were, the effort
2: yeah it was great and the and the and the creativity. So let's yeah. just go through them quickly. His first one was Avengers directed by Sam Raimi, uh, Captain America as Kevin McKidd, the lead gladiator guy from Rome. Now that's. Um,
3: Let's just read through them. Yeah, read through them.
2: Ant-Man, Guy Pierce, which I love. Wasp, Anne Hathaway. Vision, David Hyde Pierce from Frazier. Interesting. Hawkeye, Bruce Campbell. Thor, Viggo Mortensen from The Lord of the Rings. Good one. Scarlet Witch, Kate Beckinsale. And the the Dark Horse for Jarvis, which came up more times than I would have ever imagined. Christopher Hewitt, TV's Mr. Belvedere.
1: And you would not have imagined that because he played a butler on TV.
2: I, or that I anybody not, remembered Mr. Belvedere. I have not thought of Mr. Belvedere in at least five years.
1: Comic fans, if no, if nothing else, know how to remember things that nobody And what sucks
2: about. is that I had the TV show theme song in my head all week.
1: <laughs> anyway. Okay. Oh,
0: Bob Uker.
2: The next one. Somebody else want to do it or do you want me to keep Avengers,
0: talking? directed by Michael Bay.
1: Well, Captain Avengers America? 11 Assemble. Yeah, but Michael Bay it. and and Steven Soderbergh are, are far cry from each other. Yeah, yeah Avengers Assemble. should have been assemble. directed
0: by Steven Soderbergh, but it's Michael Bay. Captain America, George Clooney, Ant-Man, Matt Damon, Wasp, Catherine Zeta-Jones, Vision, Don Cheadle, <laughs> Hawkeye, uh, Bruce Campbell somehow sn- snuck in there again. again, Thor, Brad Pitt, Scarlet Witch, Julia Roberts, Jarvis, um, the guy who played Monica,
1: Gould. And
0: friends. That,
1: that's
0: Ellie Gould.
2: Gould. Um, I
1: wanted to say that so bad because you knew who he was.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love Ellie Gould. I'm a big Ellie Gould fan. Nice. That's very good. Excellent. Josh. You got
1: it or no? Uh, the Avengers, directed by Kevin Smith, which he he titles a fanboy jizz fest, maybe four years ago. Anyway, uh, Captain America, Christopher Reeve, uh, when he was walking. I can see this. <laughs> I love uh, Ant Man, Mark Hamill, uh, before the accident, maybe before the facial scar. I like
2: that note that that he said before the
1: accident. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wasp, Marilyn Monroe in her prime. Uh, Vision, Leonard Nimoy. Hawkeye, and this one. I can't explain this one. Jason <laughs> Mewes. <laughs> Noige, noise noise shooting air nuts. <laughs> uh, Thor, he had Arnold Schwarzenegger. Before he spoke English, dubbed by James Earl Jones. <laughs> that would work. Uh, Scarlet Witch, Phoebe Cates as she comes out of the pool. That's, that's awesome. just... That's just... And, of course, as Jarvis, uh, not quite dead, Abe Vigoda. There you awesome.
2: go. Who, Connor and I were at our party this week, and Abe Vigoda was there.
0: Yes.
2: Apicota!
1: Hey, yeah. oh. <laughs> it
2: wasn't Pagoda, but it looked like him. Okay, his next one is Avengers, directed by Martin Scorsese, which he subtitled Back Off Fuckers. Um, Captain America, C- uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Ant-Man, Dustin Hoffman. <laughs> Wasp, Sharon Stone. Vision, Daniel Day-Lewis. Hawkeye, Al Pacino. Thor, Robert De Niro. <laughs> That's weird. Scarlet Witch, Diane Keaton. And James Conn as Jarvis. <laughs> <laughs>
0: James Conn's not going to be happy with getting getting that role. And the last one. The last one is Black Avengers. Um,
1: (laughs) We take no credit for this. (laughs) Earth's funkiest heroes. (laughs) You did it. Good job.
0: Yeah, Thanks. (laughs)
3: Thanks
0: (laughs) Captain America, Denzel Washington, Ant-Man, Jamie Foxx, Wasp, Beyonce, Vision, Jaleel White, Hawkeye, Wesley Snipes, out of prison apparently, Thor, Ving Rhames, Scarlet Witch, Halle Berry, Jarvis
1: Cedric, the Entertainer. I think Denzel Washington might be able to pull off Captain America.
0: I think he could definitely yeah. pull off Captain America. It
1: would be a good one, actually, cool. if people uh, thought that outside of the box.
0: So purely on creativity,
1: massive creativity, creativity and effort, alone, yeah. Fractal 514 is another winner. You get one. And then and our then last winner is David Wetter.
0: Captain America, Robert Redford from the Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid era. Which I thought was great.
3: Yes, that's yep. also
0: a good choice. Ant-Man Bill Paxton from True Lies. I'll take that. Wasp, Parker Posey.
2: Now, I agree with this, but not for the reason that he gave.
0: Which just was just for, for Bill, Bill Paxton. Paxton to slap around. Which this is like. it not fair. We like Parker Posey. Come
1: this on. also brings up a thing. I think people really don't understand Hank Pym.
0: Yes. Well, let's get to that. This is, well, okay. we'll finish the cast and we can talk about it. The Vision. Okay, now... Now, this is the weirdest one. <laughs>
2: I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just, it, it, I don't get it.
0: <laughs> the, you don't get this one, really? No,
2: I get it. I think it's great casting. I don't get why people came up with it. I'm very impressed.
0: The Vision, Yul Brenner. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's perfect casting. It's really it's good,
2: genius. Now, what's odd is that we got Yul Brenner, but for we Captain America also. For Captain America, yeah, which is, I mean, he's obviously Vision, but whatever.
0: Mm-hmm. So, anyway, clearly I'm he's impressed. Vision. Scarlet Witch, folks. Shirley MacLaine from the Two Mules for Sister Sarah era, which that's going back. That's yeah. a good casting, though. That's, that's good, impressive. Though. Yeah. Hawkeye, Josh Holloway, from uh, Sawyer from Lost, and Thor, a young David Prouse, which he Props played. to David Prouse, yeah he played Darth Vader, not it, sure it,
1: it, If you want to know what he looked like, if you've ever seen um, A Clockwork Orange, he yeah. is Julian, the the big, huge assistant guy of, of the guy in the wheelchair
0: Yeah His bonus Jarvis is John Hillerman, who is um, Magnum PI, he was, um, what the, oh, I feel ashamed Mr. Feeney No, he wasn't Mr. Feeney No, that's Feeny. a different guy Oh, it is? Yeah. yeah. Somebody else
2: cast Mr. Feeny though, which I thought. Was yeah, cool.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Higgins, Higgins on Mag- Magnum PI. All oh, right. And yeah. his bonus villains are Doctor Doom, Gary Oldman, and Ultron, Orson Welles voice only. Yeah.
1: Which is great. Awesome. Really, Something's I see right. I see Gary Oldman more as Kang.
2: Anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's a good. That's a good role. That's good. Brian Fractal Five One Four and David Wedder, Um So we'll email you and get in touch with you and send you out your games and thank you to everybody else who sent in entries. Totally fun. It was hysterical. Some, some. We should probably give a couple of callouts before we move on. Yeah. Um, I, I thought. Well, one thing I thought a mistake that a lot of people made um, was Orlando Bloom as Hawkeye. Horrible. Yes. Just because yeah. he
1: held a bow in one movie.
2: Yeah. Exactly. He's forever the archer. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love the Mister Belvedere casting. Um, I love the Mister Feeney
0: casting mm-hmm. as um from Boy Meets World and the voice of Kit. We should mention yeah. J- Jack Cutler sent in an all um, midget cast which was awesome yeah
1: and also his yeah. casting of Jarvis beautiful
2: uh, who was it uh,
1: Jarvis uh, basically he had a bunch of midgets Yeah, uh, except as, for a Thor yeah Thor he went with Harrison Ford um, <laughs> and then uh, and then for Jarvis he said a, a can of corn slightly dented <laughs> and uh, it's just very funny
0: William Daniels is Mr. Feeny. That's uh, the voice of Kit. Oh, there you go, Josh. Why don't you talk about your um, beef with Ant Man?
1: Well, everybody kept trying to cast Ant Man as as like some unhinged, you know, pseudo psychopath guy. Nicholas Cage. I see a lot of them. Yeah, he's not. I I mean, we got we got a lot of Steve McQueen for Ant Man. We got a lot of um.
2: Nobody, nobody was very like it wasn't one name keep jumping out for Ant Man. It was all over the
1: map. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think the Bill Paxton one's real good. Bill Paxton's pretty good. Because I, I he's kind of unassuming, but he's also slightly heroic. And, it, it, like, I don't know. Like, ant mans he's like a scientist. He's hes not unlike Reed Richards. You know who I like? I like Ethan Hawke. That's yeah. a good one. Who Phil yeah. from
0: Kalamazoo, Michigan mm-hmm. cast. That yeah. was a good choice. That's yeah. a very good one. Um, Johnny Knoxville,
2: Gomer, Go, what are you thinking? Uh, he, uh, it, yeah. he, he just sort of, he went...
1: Somebody else, Peter Sarsgaard, which I think is another good yeah, one. That, yeah, Peter Sarsgaard actually was a really good one. I was like,
3: yes. I and like that's that.
1: that's Adam who said that. Um, you know, yeah. he's the, he's a regular guy, he, not a regular. He's a brilliant, smart scientist guy, and he, the pressure got to him, and he cracked, and he made some mistakes. It, it, but he's not like he's not the Joker. Yeah, he's not he's not Nicolas Cage.
3: Yeah. I don't
1: think, I, and maybe that's because we haven't really seen a lot of him in the past. He's he's not being featured in comics very much, so we don't know who he is. He's just the jokey guy who beats up his wife. That's right. what he's become. Have you ever
0: beat her up, or was it just was it just a more? Yes, he's oh, hit yes. her more times. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Actually,
2: Wizard did a whole spread of the number of times that he hit her, and it was kind of really? funny. So yeah, not funny.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it was just I mean in the con, one you know. of the one of the other things is people were me like like no one had a, had a handle on Wasp either. Yeah, yeah Wasp um, was all yeah, over the map. map. Yes, sort is, of. But, but you know it's hard. I think Wasp was a hard one to get. And and yeah. actually maybe it's both of the girls, Wasp and Scarlet Witch, they were just like like half of them were just like this girl's hot. And yeah. that's true. Somebody chose Monica Bellucci for the Wasp. Uh, we got a couple was, of those. That was J. No, no not Wasp
0: for um Scarlet or Witch. Scarlet Witch, I'm sorry. Scarlet Monica Bellucci is yeah, yeah.
1: Scarlet Witch. J.R. Shear. Which I thought was a great cast because she's got, uh, you know, she's kind of she's foreign and she's sexy, but she's not young and she's yeah. she's strong. But we, we can go on about this.
2: We got a couple. We got a couple, and we got a, real quick a couple of my favorites. I was surprised to see Aaron Eckhart as Captain America, and I actually really liked that casting. It's not I bad. Aaron. It would, because the chin is there, and I, Aaron Eckhart does have a charisma that you know has been used mainly for like kind of a Lothario. But you know, he I think see, that he, see would to be me a he, he
1: just exudes sleaze. He yeah. might be better as a Hawkeye. I like and him a lot. Yeah, I yeah. Was an actor, I, but speaking I just don't of Hawkeye, I,
2: I love seeing Kiefer Kiefer Sullivan as Hawkeye. I think that was good too.
1: Just yeah, I, love
2: I like but, um, um,
0: Steve Henel cast me a store. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> Which uh, <laughs> so, I'll take all right, it. well. And, um, One more thing, Josh and I were talking about this at work because literally we talked about this all, all week with these these entries. Um, uh, we love Steve McQueen as Hawkeye. Yeah. yeah,
2: how can how can you not? Somebody, Somebody has Captain, Captain America.
0: Yeah. Not, not, not so Captain America. He's yeah. he's too dark for Captain America. Yeah, he's to uh, I be, love Steve McQueen. Uh,
1: if you if you if you, I just wanted to bring up, if you dig these Avengers and you haven't gotten into them for a while, there's a um, there's a miniseries going on by Joe Casey about yes. almost this exact same. Avengers team right now, Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Um, and it's right about the time that Vision, who was a creation of Ultron, who was supposed to destroy the uh, Avengers, was put on the team, and it's about like their first team up, and Hank Pym is actually the leader of this team, and it's him coming to grips with being a leader. Uh, the art is a little weak at times. Uh, a little? Yeah, it's getting a little better. It's grown on me a little bit. I'm afraid that this is going to be some guy who I should know from the past, and he's like some... But it looks... it. it also like The art kind of fits the time period because of the like this is comics from the
2: 80s. Uh, I haven't so. been I haven't b- b- been bothered by the art at all. I'm loving the the series and actually it seems like it's coming out like bi-weekly almost.
1: Yeah, which is like all the time. it's 4 bucks.
2: Yeah. But at the same time
1: it. this Avengers team, it's a great it's like Yeah, this is great. I love it. Um so if you if you've been hankering for those, that's something you can get on right now.
2: And Josh's least favorite casting was um there Alex Albrecht from Dignation as a uh, as Ant-Man.
1: That doesn't make any damn sense at all.
2: But even worse, than <laughs> well, no. Do you want to know? If it didn't make any sense. Was Hulking Marvel Man saying Dan Buckley is Jarvis? <laughs> the publisher of Marvel? He's a big
1: really? dude. <laughs> all right. Well, so what was awesome. that? Wait, no. There's, there's one that I've been meaning to talk to you about from that same one. Yeah, there it is. From C. Kevin Porter. Listen, I don't know what you're thinking. Ron thinks you're brilliant because you think <laughs> oh, outside I of the it. box. I he, love it. He had. Who does he have for Captain America? Jason Bateman of Arrested Development. Fans. Michael Bluth. I think he can do it. That's he, about as wrong as you can get. Wait, you think Captain America be, could be played by Jason Bateman? I think it would be a stretch and I would be glad I would be, <laughs> it, it could be it could be it could be it
2: could be a career defining moment for him. I see Kevin Porter also said Jarvis should be played by Pete Townsend. So let's move on. Who was Brian all day.
0: Brian Hellum, fractal 514 and David Wetter.
2: Congratulations.
0: We'll we'll do more things like this. That was Yeah, we loved it. It was awesome. So all right. Um,
2: this episode though is brought to you by GeekArmor.com, um, and GeekArmor.com is where you can pick up some great T-shirts for the geek lifestyle. They've got comic book T-shirts and video games, sci-fi movie, and all the and TV T-shirts, everything that you can imagine. Um, so go to GeekArmor.com. I can imagine me- quite a bit. And mention, um, <laughs> nice, well done. And okay. mention that you uh, heard about it from my fanboy. So, all right, we are so behind on time, so we got to blow through this email. Um, our first one comes from Chris. Um, who's starting to get into the Vertigo line of books and who's wondering do they ever put out um, absolute type editions of their books? Well, they um, just,
1: one. Uh, just Sandman.
2: Just Sandman so far? Yeah, uh, yeah, other than that
1: they're all out. I mean, the one thing they that will. Vertigo does really well is they put out regular trades right, right away. Very well. Um, but
0: if you're looking for a big omnibus absolute, it's only Sandman, which is the
1: first 20 issues of Sandman.
2: Yeah. Right, but they're, they're, now that they're rolling out these uh, absolutes and we're eating it up like candy, there. I bet you we'll see a lot more. I, w-
1: I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. You'll probably see an absolute preacher. Yeah. After that, it gets... Oh! <laughs> abs,
2: absolute Sandman Mystery Theater? Uh,
1: anyway, okay. I, I don't think that was big enough. I know,
2: I'm kidding. Oh. All right, it was cool. a good book, so, though. Yeah. Um, so wait, Chris I- just... Go- Chris yes. Chris just, Chris just, go, It was a good book. Chris, just go to um, Amazon and, and type in Absolute Sandman and you'll find it. Yep. Um, all right, so if you have any questions for us, you can email us at contact.ifanboy.com. Um, we'd love to get your emails and answer them here on the podcast, and um, we'll do our best to get back to you. So now let's move on to the voicemail. Um, our first voicemail has got a question about an upcoming Marvel book.
0: Hey, guys, how's it going? This is uh, Dave in Denver, and I was talking to my friend. And he says that Stephen King's coming out with a comic book of, uh, what is it The Dark Tower? Anyway, I was wondering if you guys had
2: heard about this. Thanks.
1: Dave, luckily you've chosen something we actually know about.
2: <laughs> we have heard about
3: this.
1: Because at the, at the Marvel panels uh, this summer it, in San Diego, they talked about it. Um, and basically, they, they're going to be, yes, they're going to be doing a, a Dark Tower comic. And Joe Casada told this really interesting story about how they were all on the phone with a, cre- with, with a, a conference call with Stephen King. And, and Stephen King just started riffing. And for like two hours. Didn't he go for like? Yeah, he described the whole story, start to end, beginning, middle, and an end. Exactly what it would be, what it could be, and they had a book, and they went, they're going with it. So I'm not exactly sure when it's coming
2: out. I was just gonna say, fuck, if I know when it's coming out, though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I keep hearing people talk about
2: it, like Peter David's involved somehow, and mm-hmm. and um, you know, people and other Chris Eliopoulos is inking it. I mean, is lettering it. Um, but damn, if I know when it's coming out, you know, so.
0: some people knock Stephen King. Some people don't like him, but you gotta give the guy credit he's got
1: stories yeah he does yeah. Yeah. I mean he's heads full of stories mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I, I, I love his nonfiction work whenever he writes as himself yeah he's fantastic. his column in Entertainment Weekly is always a good read mm-hmm. so. also his book uh, if it, one of those things if you are one of the comic fans who want to be a writer so you probably are uh, his book on writing was awesome and he basically just says write all the time and read a lot but...
2: so our next voicemail comes from uh, one of our favorite states of Indiana Hi, guys. This is Dan from Greenwood, Indiana. I uh, just had a couple questions for you guys. I uh, just wanted to know if you guys seen the Donner Cut of
0: Superman two and what you guys think. And also, uh, if you had to give a grade to 52 in Civil War, what would it be? Uh, thanks for your time. Bye.
2: Well, I'm hoping somebody brings it to me on Christmas.
0: Yeah, I, I would have bought the Donner Cut, but I have to know. We're, all on, we're, Christmas. All on, we're on DVD embargo right now, right?
2: We can't buy anything for ourselves until December 25th. That's what we do.
0: Six. So that's what I do. So. Just, um, oh, after, you know, in the afternoon, December 25th, I'm out at the store buying everything. Yeah, you know, exactly,
2: awful. buying everything I didn't get. I um, grades for 52. Let's do standard academic grading.
0: Let's do Civil I'll War go. first.
2: No, <laughs> I'm ready for... All right, fine, Civil War. I give it a B minus. It's not over yet, though. So what? We're answering his question. Sorry. C. C? I think it
0: started out as a solid A, and then it just
2: oh yeah well that's why right. i'm a minus b minus because every day you don't hand that paper in you get another you get another letter grade knocked off
1: <laughs> you know what i'm not i'm not falling into this trap because it's it's not over i haven't seen the whole thing yet i mean right, I oh play the far. game
2: oh fine no he's out of the game it's fine all right connor 52
0: right. 52 i'll give it a b i give it a b plus yeah because
2: solid because b. you, it's not over yet josh yeah, you're not in this time. You're not yeah. in this
1: conversation. I know because I don't have ter- terribly good feelings about Civil War right now, so I'm. <laughs> touch. But Nifty be- started off slower and has is, is gained speed, and, and and just for the sole fact of we're however many thirty something weeks in, and they haven't missed a they haven't missed a beat. Yeah, I, but weeks, I
2: I gotta ding it because they didn't care about the artwork that much. So
1: I don't think it's care about. I think it's nah. speed. get it done. Yeah. It's one of those right. things, like you know, like when they make something with a low budget, and you have to go out, and you don't have time to light, and you use lesser cameras. Yeah, I look, I, I look well, at. We like know that. nothing about that. It's a DM. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's funny. Right. That was uh, my entire uh, college uh, career doing film. Um,
2: our our next voicemail scares the bejesus out of us. It's been a
3: while.
0: Hello, this is Daryl, stalking through the cold streets of New York. And how could you pick Strangers in Paradise as a pick of the week? It's overrated. JSA number one was the
3: best. And
0: Civil War number five was crap. Crap, crap, crap. Goodbye. And Heroes is the best show on television. He's getting better. He's really getting he's, better.
2: I, I love how he never he's always got the gotta have the last word. Like he says goodbye
0: and then he has one more thought. You know he's you like know? he's like Columbo.
1: Yeah. He is. Just one more thing.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he's that nothing awesome. like Columbo.
0: I picture Daryl walking through the streets of New York with a trench coat and it's raining. Stupid. And, rain. and a hunter's cap. Yeah. No, not <laughs> a hunter's cap, but he's just he's walk he's stalking the streets in the rain with a trench coat billowing over billowing about.
1: Just the um, way. Just to, by the way, in case you're out there thinking I'm about to do a Columbo voice, you're sorely mistaken.
0: I wasn't thinking that,
1: but good. <laughs> Thank God. <All> right. uh- <laughs> um,
0: Daryl, keep keep calling. Yes,
2: please. Can, we, need to, to we, to, we get worried when we don't hear from you, Daryl. We so talked sure about
1: detective post. quite uh, reverently.
2: Yeah, and JSA. We agree with you, with JSA. So, and Daryl, you know, open up to your emotional side. Maybe you like Strangers in Paradise. I don't think so. I don't think so either. All right, so if you um, <laughs> <laughs> want to call us, if you're stalking the streets of your town and want to tell us about it, you can call 1 888 Fanboys. That's 1 888 326 2697. We love the voicemail.
1: And we can't stress this enough 1 800 Fanboys. Not us. Not the place you call us.
2: <laughs> yes, 1 888. That's 888 is your friend. Yeah. So. All right, cool. So um, Frapper is back working again, right, Connor?
0: We got the numbers back. 552. Yeah. Five, awesome. Which is so, awesome. Um, so go
2: to. Frapper.com slash iFanboy and see all the new people. We're not going to get through them all because we're running out of time. But um,
0: Put your damn pin in the map, kids.
2: Yeah. <laughs> cool. So um, And after you go to Frapper.com slash iFanboy, just go to iFanboy.com, and you can see all the fun discussion that's going on. It's been a great uh, week on, oh, on geek. the
1: site. Oh, geek. Oh, geek. Oh, <laughs> exactly. What is that? You- <laughs> what does that mean? Maybe you should go to the site and find out. I'm not telling you.
2: <laughs> if you're dissatisfied with Wizard the Magazine, go to iFanboy.com and read about Augie DeBleek Jr. At the or podcast.com. <clears throat> and then you'll know
1: so <laughs> oh jeez uh, go to go to go to myspace.com uh, slash ifanboy and be our friend but yeah. we're not gonna hang out there a lot so just come back to the website after that um, also if you really like the site one of the things you can do to help us out is you can tell people about it. Or you can go to iTunes and write us a review. Um, we really, 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 really appreciate that. You can go to Podcast Alley and vote for us, or Podcast Pickle. Podcast Pickle. If you're in your comic shop, talk about it and tell people and get people to listen, and that would be great. But if you really like us, if you really like us a lot. Where should they go?
2: If you go to ifanboy.com slash donations, you can uh, go and you can donate to the cause via uh, paypal.com, and you can use your credit card or um, checking account or PayPal account. Um, we got a couple of different denominations, or you can choose your own.
1: Also, if it, another more indirect way, if you want to help us out, if you're going to be buying stuff at Amazon, uh, go there through ifanboy. Just go to our site. There's an Amazon banner there. All your holiday shopping. So uh, that would be very helpful. Thank you very much.
2: Yes. So um, with that said...
1: I'm Ron. Connor.
2: Josh.
0: Bye.